Faith, marvelous, mysterious faith. How beautiful and glorious it is. Hebrews 11.6 But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith it is impossible to please God. Access to God requires childlike, obedient faith. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. You cannot impress God with intellect or beauty or muscle or power or riches. Only childlike faith. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. Consider James 2, 5. Hearken, my beloved brethren. Hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him? The children of Israel missed the mark because they didn't mix the word of God with faith. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Faith grows by hearing the word of God, Romans ten seventeen. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Imagine, the spoken word of faith is the most powerful force in the universe because it can literally harness the very power of God. Have you entered the powerful kingdom of God by childlike faith? Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit, Are you ready to believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Psalms 19, verses 7 through 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them... There is great reward. God said Colossians chapter 1 verses 16 through 19 concerning Jesus Christ. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, according to Victor uh, Victor Stenger from the Free Inquirer, but it is fair to say that there is not a single shred of evidence that demands we hypothesize that the universe was created, and we can now at least provisionally understand how all we are and all we know could have come about by chance. Now the record. This is God Said, Man Said, feature article 532. These features prove the full veracity and supernatural inerrancy of the Holy Bible. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. We are very pleased to have your company. May the face of God shine upon you and yours with light and truth. Satan must challenge childlike faith, for childlike faith reigns triumphant over him. 
Childlike faith in Christ Jesus can cast out devils, speak with new tongues, heal the sick, deliver the lost, bind the strong man, cast mountains into the sea, lay hold on eternal life, and harness the very power of Jehovah himself. Satan must attack childlike faith, for childlike faith surely spoils him. This is part 11, and God Said, Man Said's ongoing series titled, It Is Just Pure Chance. When pseudoscience and cardinal academia are confronted by amazing truths declared in the Word of God thousands of years before modern knowledge begins to deduce, the skeptics shout, Coincidence! Just pure chance. I am reminded of Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 15. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. Therefore they shall fall among them that fall. At that time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. In the first ten features, we highlighted over ninety dazzling examples that shout yes to God's glorious word. Let your faith soar as you consider these new additions. It is just pure chance. The scriptures teach that the earth is the central focus of the universe. The earth was first created and then the heavens and its population to facilitate the earth's needs. The field of astronomy is in a fevered quest to find physical life in outer space, but so far without success. Isaiah forty-five eighteen: For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, he hath established it. He created it not in vain, he formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. The following excerpt is from Robert Jastrow's book, What Are the Chances for Life? Jastrow was, and perhaps still is, the director of the Mount Wilson Institute. Jastrow was reviewing S.J. Dick's book, The Biological Universe. Jastrow records the following. All these numbers are so small that even when multiplied by the vast number of planets probably present in the universe, they force us to conclude that the Earth must be the only planet bearing life. End of quote. It's just a coincidence. The Bible declares that everything is made out of God's knowledge-laden words. Psalms 33, 6. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Even the words that we speak have immense power. Proverbs eighteen twenty and 21. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. New research says yes to God. This research was led by Dr. P. Gargajev, member of the Russian Academy of Sciences, as well as the Academy of Sciences in New York. The Russian research was taking a wide angle and held an open view in their studies. The research team included biophysicists, molecular biologists, embryologists, and even linguistic experts. Their research revealed that the supposed junk DNA that has been completely neglected and forgotten by Western mainstream science was no redundant leftover of revolution at all. Linguistic studies revealed that the sequencing of the codons of the non-coding DNA follow the rules of some basic syntax. There is a definite structure and logic in the sequence of these triplets, like some biological language. Research further revealed that the codons actually form words and sentences, just like our ordinary human language follows grammar rules. 
Scientists have conducted much research on the origins of human languages and the origins of the grammatical rules that are so essential to all human languages. However, they have always failed to find the source. But now for the first time in history, the origins of language may be surprisingly attributed to DNA. The language of the genes is much, much older than any human language that was ever uttered on this globe. It is even conceivable that the DNA grammar itself served as the blueprint for the development of human speech. They found that the alkalines of our DNA follow a regular grammar and do have set rules just like our languages. So human languages did not appear coincidentally, but are a reflection of our inherent DNA, end of quote. Everything is made of words. It's just pure chance that God's word says he spoke us into existence. We and our DNA are a matter of words, and our DNA operates in a four-letter alphabet. It is structured in sentences, paragraphs, chapters, and books. Evolutionists once claimed that nearly 90% of our DNA was junk DNA, no longer of value, just vestiges of evolution past. Now science has discovered that what which was once called junk houses the most sophisticated proofreading and editing system the world has ever seen. Just chance. It's just a coincidence that the Bible states the Egyptian Pharaoh required the male children of the Israelite slaves to be destroyed. Exodus 1 verses 15 and 16. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shifra and the name of the other Puah. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew woman, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. The following excerpt is from D.M. Rawls' book, Pharaohs and Kings, A Biblical Quest. He is referring to archaeologist sites H to G1 that deal with Israelite bondage in Egypt. It reads, First, an anthropological analysis of the skeletal remains by Winkler and Whiffling shows that more adult women were buried in the settlement than adult men. This could simply indicate that there was a disproportionately high female population at Avarice. In the context of the sojourn tradition, this might be explained by the calling of the Israelite male children, an act of the Pharaoh who did not know Joseph, in fear of the perceived political threat resulting from a strong Asiatic population in Egypt. In the context of this same story, it was discovered that there was a higher percentage of infant burials at Tel Ed Data than is normally found archaeological sites of the ancient world. 65% of all the burials were those of children under the age of 18 months, end of quote. It's just pure chance that God commands against the comp, uh, comp, uh, consumption of alcoholic beverages and the apparent devastating results that exist in alcohol's wake. The following excerpt is from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Curse of Alcohol. Another terrible devastation caused by alcohol is the effect it has on the unborn in the mother's womb. It is called fetal alcohol syndrome. It can be caused by a mother drinking as little as one alcoholic beverage during pregnancy. It is the number one cause of birth defects and renders its children with IQs 13 to 16 points lower than their non-affected counterparts. Many cases of mental retardation are the result of fetal alcohol syndrome. 
Drinking kills neurons, causes cancer, destroys livers, damages the ability to discern between right and wrong, etc., etc. Surely it is an Armageddon of its own, end of quote. It's just pure coincidence that God said he sent Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, to save the world, who some skeptics claim never existed, and that we have the following excerpt from the famed non-Christian ancient historian Flavius Josephus. Now, there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man, for he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men as received the truth with pleasure. He drew over to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was the Christ, and when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principal men among us, had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the first did not forsake him, for he appeared to them alive again the third day, as the divine prophets had foretold these and ten thousand other wonderful things concerning him, and the tribe of Christians, so named from him, are not extinct at this day." End of quote. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build life and life eternal. Let your faith abound. God said, Psalms 19, 7 through 11, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. God said, Colossians chapter 1, 16 through 19, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, according to Victor Stenger from the Free Inquiry, but it is fair to say that there is not a single shred of evidence that demands we hypothesize that the universe was created, and we can now at least provisionally understand how all we are and all we know could have come about by chance. Now you have the record.